But uh, we'll get going for you guys. So welcome to Mule Tip Tuesday. It's September 22nd, 2020. Um, I'm doing this outside, and there's a little bit of little bit of wind, not bad, and there's some background music. So, anyways, if you guys could forgive us for the sound, um, we'd appreciate it. But uh, we're glad to be here with you this Tuesday, giving you a half hour of mule talk, huh? Um, I am in. New Berlin, New York, or just outside of New Berlin, New York. I'm in, uh, uh, I'm at Pier Country Campground. This is where we're having our clinic this week. So looking forward to it. Um, should be a lot of good folks coming here. We got just about a full clinic um, for Foundation Mealmanship One. So, anyways, it's going to be good. But, uh, and a few of you that are watching are coming up. So look forward to seeing you guys. But, uh, anyways, before we get too deep in this today, um, I want to thank uh, our sponsors. We got Mules and More magazine. Uh, we're very grateful to Corey over there at Mules and More. And if you guys, if you guys are not subscribed to Mules and More magazine, you need to uh, look up Mules and More magazine dot com. And uh, anyways, they will. Uh, you can you can get a uh, online subscription, or you can get the regular magazine. But we're sure grateful for them. Also grateful to uh, the Watering Post. Uh, if you guys are looking for good automatic water, you need to look up the watering post. And Sky posted some videos all last week of our meals using that. Anyways, we're liking it so far. It's been great. So, And then we got a new sponsor to thank, uh, Timberline Mule Company. we got Dell and uh, Leanne Wilkerson. Um, and they raise Appaloosa mules. And we stopped by their farm last week, and they got a pretty cool place, and they got a lot of a lot of Appaloosas. So if you guys are into Appies, you need to look up Dale and Leanne on Facebook. Uh, Dale Wilkerson, anyways. So thank you, Timberline Mule Company, for sponsoring us this week and making this week's Mule Tip Tuesday possible. But uh, anyways, as you guys are jumping on here, um, since these comments seem to be a little delayed this week on the on the feed here, why don't you guys, if you have questions, start commenting and start posting them right now. And then hopefully... By the time I get to that point, they will be uploaded. So if you guys have questions, post them right now. Let me know how things are going, wherever you guys are. And uh, we look forward to the questions today. So um, for this week's tip, I was debating on what to do a few hours ago. I had a couple ideas, a few things I wanted to talk about. And Sky recommended that... Uh, that I talk about turning problems into opportunities. Um, this is something that comes up all the time. You guys are all going to deal with some type of problem with your mule, with your horses, with your donkeys at some point. Um, problems are going to happen. I mean, they just come up. And no matter how much preparation you do, no matter how much work you guys put into this, stuff is going to happen, you know. Um, it's just It's just life, I think. And I think it's just, you know, you're 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 dealing. You're not dealing with a machine with these animals. You're not working with a machine, and and you guys know how problematic machines can be. And they don't they don't even have a brain, but yet these animals they have a brain and they have thoughts, they have feelings, and they react and respond. And so things are going to come up. And. Um, if you guys can turn these problems into opportunities, and it's really just a way of thinking. So what I'm talking about this week is mostly just your thought process. 
um, you know, when, when something comes up, uh, being able to deal with that. All right, it says low network connection. Hope I don't lose this out here. But, you know, just learn how to deal with these opportunities when things, you know, when problems come up. There it is. Can you guys hear me now? I'm sorry. Might have to start over again. I hope not. Hit the thumbs up if you can hear me okay. I got to, maybe I had to move a little bit, get a little better cell reception. You there? <laughs> oh, technology. A couple of you are on here still. Okay, well, I'll just keep on going. Anyways, so Kelly's still there. Good. Okay. Uh, turning these problems into opportunities. What I'm saying here is like, oh, we were at a clinic, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, and one of the participants um, working with her mule, um, the mule was really riled up. Uh, the mule was really worked up and given her trouble and... Um, you know, not, not with her at all. And, you know, you can't, as easy as it is to get frustrated, you really have to try hard not to get frustrated. Okay. You really got to focus. You got to have a mindset that you're turning it into opportunity. Um, and say, okay, well, look, the, the mule is acting this way. The horse is acting this way. Okay. There's nothing you can do about the way they're acting right then, except respond in a beneficial way, which would maybe be asking questions, maybe putting them, you know, using the tools that are in your toolbox, you know, basically all the moves that you know, um, that's what we're, what I do, you know. So today I'll tell you a little story today. So how many of you watching know my little mule named Lariat? She's just been going with us this summer. Um, she's new. She's just a three-year-old, just a youngster and very, very green. If you guys know Lariette or you've seen Lariette, hit that hit that thumbs up button for me. But uh, uh, little Lariette, she she's a touchy little mule, and she she's not a real uh, you know Lariette so far hasn't been like a real gentle like super sweet. She she's a reactive type mule, um, and uh, you know her breeding is is to blame for some of that, and you know. Also, just just the way she kind of is at this point in her life. So, anyways, a little Lariat today. Um, you know, we we saddle up and we're gonna go for a ride, and and I do a little groundwork, and she's a little tight doing the groundwork, you know. But I'm not too worried about. It. I'm like, ah, she, she'll be okay. And I, anyways, I stepped up on her, and she was she was really wound tight as soon as I got up on her, and she didn't do anything. She didn't act like she's gonna. I mean, she she didn't act like she was gonna really buck or anything. She just kind of tight. So. You know, I just said, well, you're a little tight, let's let's move. And so we did some serpentines and I did some figure eights. Just very simple moves. Those don't, que that doesn't question the mule a whole lot, except for to engage the part of the brain that says, hey, the human is communicating to me and I am responding to the human, okay? So that's all we, we got into there. And she, she was a little worried, a little tight there. And then we kind of got going and we rode for, we rode for about, uh, 45 minutes and then we got to a spot and we just uh, Ellie needed a drink or something so she was getting a drink out of her saddlebags and something something kind of bothered the mule uh, Larry I'm talking about kind of bothered her 
and she blew up pretty good. She she bucked around there for, I don't know, maybe four or five seconds, which doesn't sound like a lot to you guys probably, but, um, you know, it is. It, it can be a lot when you're in the saddle. So anyway, she bucked around and jumped around there for a little bit. And um, and then, um, then I got busy. So we got really busy. So I started... Uh, you know, I I tr- I long trotted up the trail, way up ahead of the girls, and and I come back. I trotted back, and then I loped her up the trail, and I come back, and then, you know, um, we're kind of on this little trail, this little two-track type road trail thing. And anyways, I was I was doing every tool that Lariat is capable of doing. So I'm rolling the hind roll in the front. I'm uh, I'm doing figure eights, serpentines, I'm doing my little uh, ribbon exercise, everything that meal has ever done, I'm using it, um, every tool in the toolbox, and so anyways, you know, you could have, I could have been pretty upset about her, her bucking with me today, and tell you the truth, it is a bit discouraging, but um, at the same time, she's a baby, and you know, you can't, you can't judge these meals when they're babies a whole lot, you know, um, but like I was saying, it was, it was a way for me to turn that problem into an opportunity. So I did a whole bunch of stuff that I know I wouldn't have done. If she was just doing good flopping rears going down the trail, I would have just kept on going down the trail. You know, I wouldn't, I mean, you guys all know me, I'm, I'm busy and I'm doing stuff, but there's no way I would have been that busy, you know? So anyways, you, you gotta, you gotta find those opportunities, you know, when you have, issues like them being scared of a rock find an opportunity there's so many things you can do don't focus on them being scared of the rock focus on the tools and the moves that you can apply to help them get past that rock they're scared of a bridge um, help them get past that bridge you know uh, maybe they're really worked up maybe they're herd bound use use all your tools that you have you know apply them and see what you can get done when that stuff comes up. So, anyways, I uh, hope that gives you something to kind of think about, and um, maybe just chew on that a little bit. How, you know, think about how can I turn the problems into these opportunities, and see what comes up in your mind. So, anyways, yeah, that's your tip for this week. Okay. So I did have one question come in uh, when it was emailed to us. Um, Sarah Bulgat. Sarah, are you on here? Sarah, say hello if you're on here. I haven't seen Sarah on here just yet. Or maybe I missed it. But anyways, um, Sarah, she wrote in and said um, that she has a two-year-old colt that she's working with. And this two-year-old really freaks out when it sees other animals. Since She sent me a few examples like cows, pigs, and goats or sheep or something like that. And she basically wants to know, well, what do I do when when they lose their mind? And my tip this week, Sarah, hopefully answers that question. Um, you know, so when when the, let's say you're riding past the pasture and there's a bunch of cows in there. Um, when you're riding past these cows um, and your mule's scared of them, instead of just you know uh, dealing. Um, just trying to hurry past the cattle, I might do something and and uh, just to ri- try to redirect their mind. And 
you know, the situation may not always be be set up for you to do lots of movement, but do the best you could, Sarah. You might, kind of like I was saying earlier, do serpentines. You might roll the hind, roll the front, ribbon exercises. I might, I might go around every bush that's around that whole cow pasture if I can, you know, um, if there if if there's a way to do that. Um, but Sarah, basically, you got to re- focus on redirecting that mind. Now, the other thing is make sure that you don't make up stories. So, don't. And this is challenging because say maybe you come you're coming up on a cow pasture and you know that she's going to be scared. You're pretty sure that she's going to be scared, right? So don't focus on, don't go in there thinking, oh, she's going to be scared. But also don't think that she's not going to be scared. So I might just say, well, I'm just going to get moving and and maybe I'm going to long trot. Maybe I'm going to do serpentines. Maybe I'm going to um, just redirect this mind while I'm going past these cows and, um, you know, kind of get her mind off of it, uh, not not even get her mind off it, but don't let her mind ever get on the cattle, if that makes any sense. Um, you could do stuff like that. And then also, Sarah, the, the big picture, the big story here is just focus on getting your mule broke while the getting is good. That's the main thing. And a lot of people have such a hard time of putting that piece together. And I did. I had a hard time putting that piece together for so long too. For so long, I was always reacting to problems, responding to problems but the main thing you need to do Sarah is be ahead of the game keep get working be ahead of it get a handle on this mule you know colts when you guys are riding colts just like my little episode with Larry yet today when you're riding colts you're going to deal with colt stuff and stuff happens but now is the learning time now is when you keep implementing these things do a good job while the getting is good that way when stuff comes up you're going to be okay so anyways good uh Good question, Sarah. Um, let's see if I can find some questions on here. Um, if you guys have your questions, go ahead and, if you haven't already, um, start posting about it. Let's see what you got here. I'm sorry about the the news feed or about the video feed here. We just don't have a lot of service here. Okay, um, Nick K says tips on keeping mules calm during a pack out. With deer and elk. Nick, that's a good question. Um, you know, the main thing, Nick, is the better broke you have those mules to lead and the better, you know, handle you have on, on those pack animals, uh, that's just going to be so far ahead. It's kind of like what I was just saying to Sarah, that you want to be ahead of the game as best as you could be. And so, obviously, if you got them got them leading pretty dang good you're not going to have so many issues when you're packing out animals and then the other thing too with packing out these animals those of you guys that are hunters out there you men and women that hunt a lot you know taking care of your game and processing it right wrapping stuff up right not having a mess it sure helps a lot you know when when we pack stuff out when we pack animals out we do it so neat and clean that it's really not a big deal, and the meals hardly ever know that what they're even packing. And the other thing, Nick, is I pack pack stuff all the time. You know, if when you guys get on your hunts, if, you know, don't want to be like these rednecks out there. If if your hunt is the first time your meals have packed since last hunting season, you you got some work to do. So make sure you guys are getting out there working with that stuff and being prepared. That's the main thing, Nick. Let's see what else we got. Good question, Nick. Thank you. 
Um, Marie Culver says, how to respond to nipping before it gets worse. Well, when they're nipping at you, sometimes, you know, nipping animals usually start by, uh, from being fed by hand. So Marie, make, Maria, make sure you're, you're not doing that. But anyways, when they kind of get to, so, sometimes they just kind of get to lipping you. I'd, I'd block that. And sometimes they get to nipping, like, uh, kind of nibbling on your, your sleeve or, uh, something like that. And I just block it with my, with my arm, my elbow. I just block it. And I'm not going to make any big deal about it. I'm not even going to face the mule. I'm not going to anything like that. Like they start nibbling on my shirt. I'll just lift my elbow and block it. Just simple as that. Anyways, that's how you, you get ahead of it. And without having to make it any type of big deal, um, pretty simple. Good question there. All right. What else you guys got for me today here? All right. Um, Connie, she says, Ty, I rode both mules today since my surgery. Canyon was awesome. Waldo was too, but I will admit I was nervous about him only because he is young. This tip was perfect for me right now. Thank you so much. Good, Connie. I'm glad you're back riding again. I can't wait. Connie's our host for our uh, Natural Bridge Virginia Clinic. Can't wait. Let's see what else you guys have for me today. I'm not seeing a whole lot of questions here, but, you know, with the... with this news, with this feed I got going on here, I I might miss a lot of questions today, and I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Okay, here's one, Lee. My question this week is: What is the rest of the story in practicing unloading Riata? You'd mentioned you found a spot that was some trouble for her backing out. Can you share with your uh, what your next few sessions were with her and how? She responded and progressed with the trailer back out. So, yeah. So, Lee, with Riata, I haven't asked her to back out of the trailer yet um, since then. But um, the last couple times I've rode her, I've just worked on getting backing up better. And I found a few glitches, you know, just just in her response to backing up. You know, Lee, you, you remember my four favorite words. Soft, centered, accurate, and punctual. Remember those? So, the punctual part... Riata lacks some punctualness in backing up. It's really delayed, and that's my glitch. So I'm working on that. And then uh, as soon as I find, and I probably won't be till I get home, I don't know, but I want to find a spot where I can back my trailer to so that she can just walk out level and not have such a drop. And I don't blame Riata for being scared of backing out of a trailer and dropping like that because, you know, where we ride, I actually don't like them to back out of the trailer too easily, I guess, because where we ride, we're, we're on top of rocks and stuff, and I really don't want them to back off a rock. And Riata, you know, she kind of knows that too. So anyways, as we go home and uh, and I find more opportunities to work at that, I'll keep doing it. But I'm in no hurry. I'm in no hurry with all this stuff. Let's see what else you guys have for me. Jesse Coltrane, good to see you on here, Jesse. Jess, you need to check your emails because I sent emails out today about our rock crawling clinic. So check that out. But anyways, Jesse says, uh, working fesses on lateral flexions. In one setting, how many times in a row should I ask? I've also been, I've been asking three times each side, uh, then walking on. Yeah. So Jesse, I wouldn't just sit there and ask him to bend and bend and bend over and over again. Um, you know, I just check on, I just check it when I get on. Um, and if he's punctual and, 
and he's soft, then just do one or two and then move on and go, just go. Um, if it's not, you can do a few more. So, Jesse, I don't have an exact answer uh, because I don't believe there is an exact answer. There's no right or wrong answer with that, except that um, if you do too much, you regret it. If you do too little, you regret it. So uh, just do enough. Just do enough. It might be one on each side. It might be three on each side. I don't know. If, if a mule's really dance around, if they won't hold still, I'm asking for lateral flexion, you know, in the very beginning, and that's what I assume that you're talking about. Um, shoot, I've had, I've sat there and went did it for half an hour until they stood still and softened because that's what I'm looking for. So, good question. Let's see here. Uh, Diane Gross says, for some reason, my new mule wants to buck when asked to canter. What do you suggest? I do, I do to remedy this. He's 16, and I just. Uh, finding out all about all his quirks. So, Diane, um, the best way... And sorry, I'm get, sorry, it's getting dark here, guys. I can't believe it's getting dark here. Um, of course, it is 7 o'clock here where I'm at. But, uh, so, Diane, I would really focus on that really high, that extended trot, that long trot, that, that fast, fast trot. And I would just work on that a whole bunch, Diane, and get to where you can really direct the mule and ride at that fast trot and then just let him let the mule roll over into a lope um and if it happens cool great let him go and leave him alone a little bit and uh if not keep working at that high trot just keep pushing 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 that high trot focus on that and let him lope so that's the main thing diana just getting him ready um and most of the time if they're wanting to buck when you guys go to canter you probably didn't prepare enough. You didn't you didn't walk and trot enough. Go through your whole checklist at your walk and your trot, get the stuff going, get it looking good, and then ask for that canter. And that might only take you, you know, five minutes into your ride, but get them ready. All right. Brian Waldrop, do you have any future clinics in the Carolinas? Yes, Brian. We have a clinic in uh at Mule Days at Leatherwood in Ferguson. North Carolina um, next uh, April. And our clinic schedule, our 2021 clinic schedule is up on our website, www.tsmules.com, Brian. So you can go and you can see that clinic and there might be a few spots left in it. Okay, let's see. Terry Crawford. Um Sugar Buns, I guess that's your mule, your horse's name. <laughs> Sugar Buns turns her butt to me, has kicked out at me sometimes when I approach her if she thinks I'm going to try and catch her. My instinct is to swat her butt with a rope and scold her, but my but uh, Cheryl Woodruff uh, says not to do that. What's the appropriate response? I don't want her to think she can uh, take she can take my head and I need to be able to handle her. So, Terry, um, I would just drive the mule off or your horse off, whatever. Um, and uh, if they're kicking at you, like when you go in there, um, I would just drive them. And basically, if the mule or a horse that wants to kick out when you're in the crowd like that, I'm going to go through the hooking on process. And I don't quite have the time right here on this short little mule tip Tuesday to go through the hooking on process. Um 
but long story short, you, you'll drive them off a little bit and you want to draw the mule or the horse back into you and get them to where they catch you. Um, Terry, if you haven't yet, you ought to check out, we have a DVD called Ready to Catch and we talk all about all about getting them ready to catch and that's kind of the thing to do there but don't don't get the main thing is don't get like ticked off at your meal for or your horse for wanting to do this just understand it's just kind of their way of communicating they don't think that that you really matter a whole lot um and in your little herd hierarchy that you have going there um you know you're obviously lower on the totem pole there and and I'm not saying you're supposed to be above them, but I want to. I want to be pretty well equal to them, and and they can't do, be doing that. They can't be pushing you around. Um, they can't be moving your feet, Terry. So I would. I would drive the mule off, get them hooking onto you, and before you know it, um, that'll be all fixed up. So let me know what you think of that. All right. Um, Let's see. I think we're out of questions here. And I'm sorry if there's questions that are on here that I didn't see um, with this uh, internet service here and our cell service here. We don't have a whole lot. So anyways, um, I apologize if I, if I missed your question. If I missed your question, you guys can just email it to me, ty at tsmules.com, and I will, and I will uh, try to get it next week. But Anyways, I appreciate you guys watching here today. Um, some exciting news. Um, if you if you haven't noticed already, we have a lot of our 2021 clinics uh, up on the website now. So you can see the list of where we're headed there. And so check out those dates and put them on your calendars. I would love you guys to join us at a clinic next year. And we still have a few good clinics coming up this year too. We're not done yet. We're going, we got New York this week. We got Maine next week. We got two weeks in Virginia and got a week, uh, a week in Texas. And then we have uh, two of our uh, extreme trail riding clinics in Utah to finish up the year. So we got those and then a lot of fun ones for next year. So we'd love you guys to join us. And uh, anyways, but appreciate you guys watching. Thanks for taking uh, time on your Tuesday. I'm sorry you guys can't see me now. It is dark. It is dark here. So, um, But thanks for taking your time here. I would very much appreciate it if you guys would hit the share button and let your friends know uh, about these Mule Tip Tuesdays. And if you guys uh, listen to the podcast, Everyday Mulemanship with Ty Evans, especially on Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you would leave a review on there. And I'd be very grateful to you guys. So anyways, hope you guys have a great evening. God bless you. And we will see you next week. Okay.